This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. With me, Sonny Ship, as uh, we're recording this just before... Thanksgiving, and, and we're going to get ready for uh, a, a day of turkey, a day of eating, a day of thanks, and, and Sonny, uh, I, I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, man, I am too. What do y'all, uh, well, you're going to be uh, you're gonna be on the road with the skins and stuff, so I guess you won't be doing the uh, the traditional Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving with the family, so what's on your agenda? Airport oh, gonna... Thanksgiving? No, no, not airport Thanksgiving. I'll be in in Carolina early enough where I'll, I'll be in for a, for a nice little dinner at the, at the hotel we're staying at. They've got a pretty good restaurant there and going to settle in, watch some football that night and probably have a few cocktails or, uh, on the agenda as well. And, and just kind of hang out, man. How about you? How much family do you have to deal with on Thanksgiving? Uh, not a ton, not, not a ton. We'll, uh, we'll go, we'll go to Slidell to, uh, to one of my wife's, um, uncle's house and uh they'll you know they'll they'll fry a bird they'll bake a ham and you know the more of the traditional sides and stuff like that and uh we usually do we we break away from tradition for christmas and usually do like a seafood christmas so uh this this week would be the traditional kind you know the dirty rice mac and cheese few casseroles here and there and uh, just a lot of football you got the saints and falcons playing thursday night um you know, you then you got rivalry weekend kicking off, and obviously the big, you know, the big game Saturday night in Tiger Stadium. So uh, should be a, should be a lot of fun, a lot of food, a lot of football, a lot of drinks flowing, like you said, and um, hard to believe the regular season's coming to an end, huh? I know, I know, it, it is ending. I'm with you though on on the uh, traditional meal for for Thanksgiving, although I won't probably be having too much of that, uh, but but. We do uh, we do seafood on Christmas as well, and uh, but are you turkey? Are you ham? Are you all of it? Do you do you care at all? Man, we do a uh, we do a fried. We'll do they'll do a fried bird, and then they'll do a uh, baked ham too. So uh, they do both. But oh, which one do you like? Oh man, you know it's. I mean, you could fry a turd, and it would be good, huh? <laughs> I mean, yeah, how, sure. how can you how how sure, how, how how can you not how can you not jump on that fried turkey, man? That skin, you know. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> good deal, good deal. I tell uh, my wife all that. I tell my wife that all the time. She's like, uh, "What do you want to do? Do you want to you want to bet you want to grill some shrimp or you want to fry some?" I'm like, "Come on, <laughs> on. It's not even a question. Hey, you know who's fried though is uh, LSU after Monday, uh, Tuesday night's uh, rankings reveal the committee dropped the Tigers to number two in the college football playoff rankings. Ohio State jumped them. They're number one in the country now. Clemson, number three. Georgia, number four. Alabama, number five. Utah, number six. And Oklahoma, number seven. And I think that's kind of all we have to run down in terms of who's actually in this thing now. Sonny, I, I was a little surprised they they dropped them. I, I didn't think – I thought if they were going to drop them to number two, it would have happened after Ole Miss. 
I didn't see why beating the heck out of Arkansas meant that things had changed. And, and Ohio State kind of just taking care of business against a Penn State team that everyone expected them to just kill the way that game was going. I, I just didn't see why there was that big of a shift to, to make the jump outside of a, a different win on the resume now. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, when, when the Honorable Ron Mullins, uh, Rob Mullins, I think his name is, the, the head of the selection committee, when they asked him that, he was pretty blunt about it, I thought, you know, and he was like, well, you know, it basically said Ohio State's defense has played better than LSU's defense and kind of just, like, didn't really elaborate much. And so what that makes me believe is that makes me feel like that, you know, that he's kind of had in his mind or the committee's had in its mind for like, like it was just looking for a reason to bump Ohio state ahead of LSU and uh, which, which that's fine. Normally I wouldn't say that LSU dropping from one to two, that that would, um, you know, put a chip on their shoulder. But I think when he late, when he singled out Dave Aranda's defense, I think that Dave, I think Dave Aranda will harp on that. And I think that if LSU needed any extra motivation for Saturday night against Texas A&M to pick things up on the defensive side of the ball, I think they got it. And I think that, you know, I think that that is good bulletin board material. And, you know, the normal coach speak is going to be like, oh, well, what happens outside the outside the room? We leave all that outside noise out there. But we saw this team get fueled last year when, you know, they were ranked number 25 in the country. They were supposed to lose to Georgia. They were, you know, people thought they would lose to Miami. People thought that they would lose to Auburn and so forth. And we saw them capitalize on that motivation. So you know right there that they that they did pay attention to things then. And I think they're going to pay attention to this right here. And I really think that the defense is going to come out on Saturday night and it's going to play with a bigger chip on its shoulder than it may have even had after last year's 74-72 to 72 overtime loss to the Aggies. And even before the committee did this, we, we know from listening to the coaches, from talking to sources, from hearing the players, that they already were looking forward to this one, that they had this one circled since last year at this time. Well, the thing about this, this move for me, and it, it's just a positive for LSU in the grand scheme of things, right? I, I think with two games left, one against number four, Georgia, if you just destroy the Aggies, which they want to do, but they now have a purpose to do so. And I was asked, I was on a, a radio show on, on uh, Tuesday before the rankings had been revealed. And I said, don't be surprised if, if LSU would keep Joe Burrow in there for late in the fourth quarter and just kind of pour it on this, this Aggies team. And, and now they have a purpose for doing that. I mean, style points are kind of a thing. If, if LSU were to go out there and hang 60, 61 on, on Texas A&M, Nobody would, I, I think, be surprised, and, and nobody would, uh, uh, you'd have to respect it. I mean, it's not, this isn't Arkansas. This is still a bowl-eligible Texas A&M team that just played Georgia really, really well. So I think it, it's kind of a positive for LSU. I know Ohio State might have technically the better uh, opponent this weekend in, in Michigan that they've got to play, and then LSU has the better opponent next week in Georgia that they've got to play. I think if LSU takes care of business, they're going to be number one in the country when it's all said and done. But this is a weekend for for style points. I agree, and and you know what, 
if someone does complain about hanging 60 on Ed or on on uh, on uh, Texas A&M or anybody else, I think Ed Orsron had the perfect response to him after the Alabama game when he goes roll Todd what? Roll. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That's that would be his response. You want to complain about me hanging 60 on A&M? Well, guess what? Yeah, you know the rest of it. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. I I have a feeling they share the same opinion. One thing that might slow LSU down a little bit potentially, though, is this weather that is coming into Baton Rouge this weekend. Looks like it's going to be a little bit rainy, and 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 certainly could impact this one. Yeah, and you know, I I don't know. I mean, obviously they haven't done it much this year. They haven't covered the field. I know they have in the past. You really, you know, you you would hope that if they were ever going to cover it this season, that they would do it. Uh, you know, the, the the condition that it's been in the last couple of home games, uh, you know, ahead of this rain, because how much is going to rain? Um, you know, I know that it was uh, they're supposed to get rain in Baton Rouge on when that they were supposed to get rain in Baton Rouge on Wednesday. I think Thursday and Friday were supposed to be good. Saturday morning supposed to get a little bit of rain, but Saturday night uh, during the game, man, I've seen the weather fluctuate from sixty percent to eighty percent as of uh, you know as of Wednesday morning. It was ninety percent. So who knows what it's going to be? But I think the one thing that we can count on is that it is going to rain. Texas A and M played in a uh, you know in a downpour at Georgia last week, and and uh, you know Georgia won that one nineteen to thirteen. I don't know if it's going to rain that much, but, uh, you know, I, I do think that LSU is the passing game may be slowed down a little bit, but I do think that, uh, you know, I think I think LSU will still be able to uh, chunk the ball around the field more successfully than Georgia was able to. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And, and look, I, I think we can break down this game a lot. There's that revenge factor of last year that that LSU is going to be playing with and I think that goes on both sides of the ball we're going to talk a little bit more about that on the other side of this break from the go 24 7 podcast eBay Motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own look to your left look to your right it's official no one's got a ride like this there's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your 
time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome back to the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. LSU, Texas A&M, 6 p.m. Central Time on ESPN Saturday night. It's going to be a great game, I think, for LSU to kind of I think celebrate a these seniors and and most likely more likely than not celebrate an undefeated regular season a great testament to the work that they've put in over the course of this offseason and and then putting it together on the field with Joe Burrow who who could very well cement uh, his Heisman Trophy with another big game on on Saturday night and I think that's what's going to happen I, I think this this offense uh, look if you while they put up I believe 31 points in regulation against Texas A&M last year. They go on to be pretty much unstoppable in the overtime period, you know, save for a, a, a play here or there, and and that was the difference. But this this year, I think LSU is just the more consistent offensive team, without a doubt. Uh, but I want to see consistency from the defense. We saw that against Arkansas, but this is not Arkansas. This is a this is a team with a decent quarterback in Kellerman. They've got Isaiah Spiller who can run the ball. Sonny, this 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 Texas A&M team just has a lot more athletes out there, but but. I think all eyes will be on the defense because I think the offense is just going to be rolling. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think the defenses have to play big. And, I mean, when you look at the LSU defense against the Texas A&M offense, uh, you know, Jumbo Fisher is going to, you know, I, I think he knows that he's going to have to establish a running game. Uh, they're not going to just going to be able to rely on on, on Kellen Mond. And, uh, you know, it's got to be a little – uh, disconcerting when you look at they ran the ball 20 times against Georgia for minus two yards. And so when you're looking at, uh, you know, when you're looking at the rain and what it could potentially do, uh, you know, that that's not exactly something that uh, that that gives you a, uh, you know, a lot of confidence after a performance like that. Isaiah Spiller, their top rusher, uh, 800 yards. A little bit over 800 yards, averaging five and a half yards a carry, about 73, 75 yards a game. He only had seven yards against Georgia. And so, you know, even when you take sacks out of the equation, uh, you know, that they just did not run the ball effectively against Georgia. And I think they're going to have to against LSU. But with the Tigers, I do think that the way that Texas A&M will attack LSU with with Spiller, a 220-pound back, um, you know, Kellen Mond, you know, running occasionally more. Uh, he, I think he's more of a threat when things break down in the pocket, uh, when, the rec- when the receivers are covered, and then he sees open real estate. He can eat up some real estate in a hurry like that, but I don't think he's a dynamic runner who can really hurt you um, off of the zone read too much. And so the way that A&M is built, they're going to run the ball between the tackles. They'll line up with a fullback. They'll line up in the pro, in the in a pro set. And I think LSU is geared to stop that type of rushing attack because you've got three huge defensive linemen in Tyler Shelvin, Richard Lawrence, Glenn Logan. All of LSU's defensive linemen are built more to eat up blockers to let Patrick Queen, 
uh, Jacob Phillips, let them make tackles. Calevon Chason is very good at holding the edge and, uh, you know, and being a force there. And then you have Jacoby Stevens, who played close to the line last week against uh, Arkansas. I think he finally found, you found, kind of found his spot right there. A healthier Grant Delpit on the back end will definitely help in the passing game. But you have a big safety like Jacoby Stevens, six, uh, six foot two, 225 pounds, close to the line of scrimmage like that. He's going to really be able to uh, to help with stopping the run. So I just you know I'm not I'm not that concerned about Texas A&M's offense matched up against LSU's defense going in Saturday because I feel like it's a really really good matchup for LSU. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I like where where look LSU is going to be able to to stop the run. They've done a really good job of that for the most part outside of the Ole Miss game, which is kind of this one off thing right now. And then for, for brief moments against Alabama, they, they had their struggles. But overall, the run defense of this team has been one of its strengths. And so that I lean on that when I look at this game. And la- look, last year I, I thought have, you know, forcing Kellen Mond to beat them would have been the answer. And, and well, uh, he, he ended up doing that. Now, they, they got a little help last year, and it certainly didn't end without controversy. But I think Joe Burrow and, and this, this offense, if you've watched Joe Burrow's interviews from the postgame one against Arkansas, to this Monday's one, uh, talking about the game, you can tell there is a ton of motivation for him, and it doesn't just come from team goals or anything like that. Yeah, no question about that. And uh, you know, let's let's face it, Joe Burrow is one. He's a super. He's he's as competitive as you're going to find anybody in the college game. On top of that. You have a guy who is playing his last regular season game in Tiger Stadium. And, yes, we're talking about a boy from Ohio who uh, who signed with Ohio State, you know, the, the home state school. But he has really taken to Louisiana, and he has commented so many times about – how special he feels that the state of Louisiana and that LSU fans have just embraced him, taking him in, taking his family in. Um, you know, so I think that, you know, I think that when he gets on the field, you know, he and I think when he gets on the field Saturday night, I think it's going to be emotional for him. I think you're going to see one more example of the of, uh, you know, the type of character and what type of young man uh you know, we've been great. We've been blessed to watch play at LSU on top of having a guy who will go down as the best quarterback in LSU history, more than likely a Heisman trophy winner as well. You know, you just got a great, tough, gritty guy on and off the field. And I think, you know, he said that he got emotional for his uh, last game as a high school senior in Ohio. And I think you'll see it here on Saturday too. So that's why I don't think the rain I don't think, you know, the only thing that I think can stop Joe Burrow on Saturday is going to be a lightning delay. (laughs) And it will only be during that delay right then, because I really think that, you know, I really think that he's going to, uh, you know, that that he's got even more fire, even more motivation and that he's just going to want to go out on a bang. And I I think it's, you know, I really uh, normally when you look at LSU and Texas A&M and and you look at a, you know, an A&M team that has lost to a number one ranked Clemson team, a number one ranked Alabama team, a number four ranked uh, Georgia team, a number 15 ranked Auburn team. Normally you would say, okay, man, this could, you know, this, this, this is a dangerous game for LSU, but going into this one, 
I, uh, man, I just, I don't know why. I, I just look at this one and I feel like LSU is going to be really keyed into this one. They are really going to come and And I just, I don't see a close game. You know, I, I want to try to see one. I try to see, look at areas and say, okay, am I, am I not giving enough credit here and there? But, um, you know, I think Vegas, when they came out with that 15 and saw it get up to 17-point spread, initially I was a little bit surprised. But, um, you know, I, I, I could definitely see that, possibly more. Yeah, and I, and I think Vegas, when they came out with that line, they're, they're just probably thinking maybe, maybe LSU is going to come out way too fired up, way too emotionally charged, and they're not going to be able to execute like they have. I just don't see that that way. This team hasn't really struggled to come out and, and, and take care of business, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They've had games where maybe they haven't finished drives as well as they've wanted to. But let's face it, this offense has been rolling all year. And I think when you look back at this, this, this season and the way they've been able to prepare for games and then factor in that they've had this game circled as much as any game outside of Alabama on the schedule, forget Florida, forget Auburn, forget even Texas, this is the game that they've had circled. I just see them being able to, to, to lock in, understand how big of a game this is, and play really, really well. I'm going to go ahead and, and make my pick. I, I, I like LSU 52 to, to 28 in this one. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a little more reserved. Um, if the weather was if if the weather was going to hold up and you were looking at a pretty night to where footing wasn't going to be an issue, I was thinking I was thinking somewhere in the fifties too that I could see this offense bringing up fifty points. But I do think the weather is going to play a factor. Um, you know, and, and I do think that A and M will uh, you know that A and M will 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 put a few drives together. Um, Initially, I was thinking somewhere in that thirty-eight to twenty uh, realm for LSU, but I think now with the, what the committee has has given LSU as as even more motivation on defense, you know, I think the defense. I'm I'm gonna go thirty-eight thirteen and uh, Dave Aranda's unit that they really come up with a strong effort. Yeah, I I think I think that's the 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 thing that I'm looking forward to seeing just kind of how how they're able to to stop Kellen Mond and, and to really shut this team down that, to be honest, has is, is underachieved this year, Texas A&M being. And, and, and I feel like they'll be able to do that. And, and now that they're at this point where they've dropped the number two, maybe that's the extra motivation they need. Maybe that's the kick in the tail outside of everything going into this game, the revenge factor. So we'll see how it goes. But look, Sonny, they're going to have a, a huge group of visitors coming in for this game and and we want to highlight one who's been on campus the last couple days that's Caleb Williams the number one dual threat quarterback in the country in the 2021 class and somebody that they've had on campus already uh, for for summer camp and 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 worked him out and hosted him over over that uh over the summer in June and now look you you spend Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday and Sunday with him on, on an unofficial visit uh, things seem to be trending at least in the right direction for the Tigers with with this elite quarterback. Yeah, and and it's an unofficial visit, but they they're probably going to get more out of this unofficial visit than they could possibly dream for out of an official visit. 
Wednesday night, we know Wednesday night was a special night because the coaches, the players, they all had their Thanksgiving meal. Caleb Williams and his, uh, you know, and his parents made it into town for that. Uh, we're scheduled to make it into town for that. Then you have all day Thursday. He gets to go. He gets to watch them practice on Thursday. He gets to see him prepare on Thursday and Friday, take part in the, in all of the meetings on Saturday. You know, I don't know what his uh, what his commitment time frame is. I would be willing to bet though if we look at the uh, if we look at the past. Uh, you know, when the quarterbacks have made decisions, we know that the spring of their um, that the spring of their junior season after their season, but their junior year is is a time when a lot of these guys make their decisions for LSU to get him on campus and to spend that much time with him. Uh, you know, I, I don't see how, uh, you know, LSU can't be looked at as the favorite going into this visit. Just knowing how much time that they're going to spend there, and I think that you know, it, it knowing how visits typically go, and how much fun these recruits have when they get to spend all this time on you know on LSU's campus, taking part in the visits, taking part in the team meetings, seeing Tiger Stadium in the environment that you will you know see Saturday night, and I don't care how much it rains, it's still going to be a really good environment. I just don't, you know, I, I think everything, like you said, I think everything is lining up for LSU to where, you know, they're able to pull in that type of, uh, that type of quarterback that, uh, you know, the Tiger fans have been wanting them to pull in. I mean, let's face it, the last time that LSU landed a quarterback as highly rated and as highly acclaimed as a Caleb Williams uh, type is, you know, you have to go back to Ryan Paraloo. I mean, outside, you know, outside of that, uh, you know, there's been some, you know, there's been some good four-star quarterbacks sprinkled in there and all, but, um, you know, uh, uh, they haven't had the number one quarterback in the country at any type of position. No, no. And, and it would be big just to set that tone for the 2021 class. When you look at the amount of receivers that they're in on the amount of highly rated guys that they're in on and, and have had uh, on campus already. I mean, gosh, just out of the state of Texas, you know, we were talking on the board about Tommy Rockermeyer and Savion Bird, two of the top offensive tackles in the 2021 class, both out of the Dallas area alone. You get a guy like Caleb Williams on campus and, and, and committed, that says a lot. And for a, for a group of wide receivers that they've already offered, I mean, you look at in-state Chris Hilton and Brian Thomas, if they ended up pressing there sage ryan could play receiver uh they've got receivers all over the place in this 2021 class that they can certainly go after and, and you get a guy like caleb williams to go ahead and commit and shut things down that that is that, that is playing with house money that lsu hasn't played with before not to mention the huge 2020 haul that they have right now Keishon butte Rick, uh rakeem jarrett jermaine burton coy moore Eric Gilbert, <laughs> you know, I mean, just think about, you know, when Caleb Williams comes in and, and he sits there and he looks at, okay, the 2020 hall, you, you outline for him 2021, the guys that you mentioned right there, you show him the offense, you show him Joe Burrow's number, uh, his numbers that he's put up, you show them the, uh, the place in the trophy case where you're going to put Joe Burrow's Heisman trophy in about three weeks. I mean, you know, everything everything that a quarterback could possibly want or look for is right there. 
Yeah, and so it's a big couple days for, for LSU, or, well, few days for LSU and Caleb Williams. We'll have plenty of more coverage on the recruiting visitors uh, that are on campus for, for LSU, Texas A&M, as the Tigers look to wrap up a regular season undefeated at 6 p.m. Central Time on ESPN. Sonny, it's been fun. Shady, we're, we're thinking of you as you deal with that massive amount of family that you got in town. Uh, the patio looks great. He's been working his tail off. Uh, so for uh, me and Sonny Money, it's been fun. Sonny, have a great Thanksgiving, brother. Same to you, my man, and same to all of our uh, all of our good listeners out there. And I'm gonna throw a little spoil, a little preview spoiler out there to all of our listeners who are not subscribed to Go 24 Seven. Make sure you check us out on Monday for Cyber Monday. We're gonna have the the biggest the biggest promotion that we have ever had for annual subscribers. I'm not going to tell you everything, but you're going to get a ton off and it's going to be a deal. It's going to be an amazing deal. We're talking about $3 and some change for uh, each month of your of a year. So check us out on Monday when you're doing your Cyber Monday shopping. You're going to want to take advantage of this deal. Hey, Sonny, are you uh, are you battling the, the rest of the country on Black Friday? Do you do that? Black Friday? You know, go out to the stores and... Dude, have you lost your mind? Hey, I'm just wondering. I'm just no. wondering. I didn't no. know if Braden would would no, He's working no. no. We drive by stores, and my blood pressure goes sky high. You go and get drive through a daiquiri place after that. Dude, I don't even want, I don't I don't even want to stop and get gas somewhere. <laughs> No, man, I, I could not handle it. That's why that, that's why I don't think I could ever go to New York, San Francisco, some of these big cities and stuff, because I get, you know, I mean, I, I get irate just driving around Madisonville. Baton Rouge just, you know, makes me go ballistic. So, no, man, I, I could not handle the idiots that, uh, you know, are, are pounding the pavement for uh, for Black Friday. I'd, ra- I'd rather pay 20% more on the regular price then have to deal with them the shop alone oh dude absolutely <laughs> oh, well, cool, man. i don't well, even like to do cyber monday because my internet's moving slower <laughs> <laughs> well uh don't let that uh internet uh discourage all of you from checking out go 24 7 this weekend a huge weekend uh for lsu for us hope everybody had a great thanksgiving and and has a great uh weekend watching all the college football games and and, and enjoying the coverage on go 24 7 For Sonny Ship, I'm Billy Ambody. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.